Hello everyone, it's Sean McCaffrey. I am finally back with another weekly wrap-up. I'm sorry for the long break there, but I can't lie, I'm an Eagles fan. I needed some time to recover from that Super Bowl loss, but I am back. I'm excited to talk about some March Madness action. It's been a great tournament so far. We're through the first two rounds. We're about to go into the Sweet 16 on Thursday, and I'm going to talk about a couple of the biggest upsets. And before I jump in, I am going to talk about March Madness. It's my first time on the weekly wrap-up talking about March Madness. I obviously have to talk about just exactly what the tournament is, and of course I have to mention the odds of picking a perfect bracket, because that's something that a ton of people like to do, including myself, where you try to get a perfect bracket done. You know, usually you compete against your friends, something like that, where you're trying to get the best bracket put together. So, just talking about the March Madness tournament, it's 68 teams, NCAA, college basketball. It's 68 teams, but really 64, 68 teams, is it's a, there's a first four play-in. But 64 teams goes from round 64, round of 32, Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final Four, and then finally the NCAA College Basketball Championship game is what it leads to. Picking a perfect bracket is almost impossible with that many games happening and the crazy upsets that happen. If you were to just to be flipping a coin and you were going to try to make a perfect bracket, your odds of getting the bracket perfectly correct are about 1 in 9 quintillion. So that's a little bit difficult. If you like to think you know a little bit about basketball, your odds of getting a perfect bracket there about 1 in 120 billion. So improved odds, but still long, pretty unlikely of getting it. I like to think every year, though, I've put together a perfect bracket. Again, this year I was wrong, but there's always next year. So... Going into some of the reasons that these brackets weren't perfect, including my own, the first upset of the college basketball, the NCAA tournament, was UVA versus Furman. Furman entered the tournament as a 13 seed, UVA entered as a 4 seed, and really it was an exciting finish to the game. Furman ends up winning it 68-67 to on a last second three-pointer. Exciting, just really not great basketball from UVA is honestly the reason that they lost the game. Uh, so obviously... First big upset of the tournament, but there was a ton more coming. One massive upset uh, that took place of the first of the team that I picked to win the entire thing, and just goes to show you, you know, you just can't predict anything. Arizona, the number two seed, loses to Princeton, the number fifteen seed in the tournament, fifty-nine to fifty-five. Princeton wins it, moves on to the round of thirty-two, and the crazy thing is, they weren't done there. They have now gone on to beat Missouri, the number seven seed, and not only beat them, but beat them convincingly, 78 to 63. They are in the Sweet 16, still alive. They're going to be playing Creighton, a number six seed, for the chance to move into the Elite Eight. Going back, though, to the round of 64, the second 16 seed ever to beat a number one seed, FDU took down Purdue in the round of 64. The first time that ever happened was UVA being beat by UMBC five years ago on that exact date that FDU beat Purdue. So again, a 16 seed beating a one seed is absolutely insane. A 16 seed is the lowest seed you can be entering this round of 64. One seed, obviously the highest. Purdue, a team that was ranked number one at multiple different times throughout the college basketball season going down the first round is just a total shocker. Going into the round of 32, a big upset that took place, Arkansas taking down Kansas, a number one seed, Arkansas an eight seed taking down the one seed, Kansas Jayhawks, a shocker there as well, another popular pick to win the tournament, and another, a different popular pick to win the tournament, a college basketball blue bud, Duke goes down to Tennessee, 
Now, Duke was only a five seed, and they did lose to the four seed Tennessee, but people thought Duke was better than what their seeding was, and for them to go down the round of 32, again, another shocker there. So looking ahead into the Sweet 16, again, it's starting off on March 23rd on a Thursday. Only two one seeds remain. It's Alabama and Houston. Obviously, the first two one seeds going down are Purdue and Kansas. Looking, obviously, at probably the biggest matchup, I think the most exciting matchup is Princeton versus Creighton because if the 15-seed Creighton, or 15-seed Princeton can make it to the Elite Eight, that would be really exciting, a massive upset, and it would just be crazy to see a, an Ivy League team like Princeton in the Elite Eight. It's really anybody's tournament looking at it from at this point with the teams that are left. There's some higher-seeded teams like Gonzaga, Texas, UCLA, and Kansas State left in the tourney. But there's also some middle-seeded teams that seem to be really legitimate with the teams that they've beaten in the past. FAU, Arkansas with their victory over Kansas, Michigan State. So really, it, it's completely wide open as to who can win this thing, anybody's game. I'm really looking forward to the Sweet 16, then the Elite Eight, and seeing who wins this whole thing. This was Sean McCaffrey with the weekly wrap-up. I hope you guys check back to hear me talk more about the March Madness tournament.